have you seen the meme that's like um um uh, kids are canceled pets are the new kids plants are the new pets yes millennials have gone too far millennials have gone too far (laughs) hello hello and welcome to the podcast where we go absolutely cuckoo bananas over our favorite characters from degrassi the next generation i'm keely bell and you can join me every week with a special guest to talk about how these characters did whatever it takes and how exactly they made it through welcome back this is exclamation point a Degrassi the Next Generation podcast and I am Keely Bell and I am joined today by my dear friend Aaron welcome hey. back that's me it's, it's nice wait to wait have you. I'm just just your friend not your best friend You're I'm my a- best friend thank sorry you. thank you sorry 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 yes you are one of my best friends thank you um Daniel's at work I don't know where he's at I'm actually I should text him I'm like wait a second <laughs> he's like, gonna he come never- in he's gonna come in while, while we're in the middle of recording this and just ruin everything yeah well I'm in my room so hopefully oh. not but he's yeah I'm like, I just imagine doesn't- whenever he shows up he's just like Hello, I'm home. (laughs) That's not how he is at all, unfortunately. (laughs) That's what I was expecting to before I before I moved in with him. Uh, But no, he actually enters the space with um with some with uh, what's the word Uh, with some decorum. Uh, Okay. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um. So, how's your how's your week been? How let's or let's catch up. Last we heard from you, we were it was the page episode. Yes. Um, so like, how's your, how have your last couple weeks been? Uh, I got my my COVID shot, my first one, and I got my, my second one, two weeks and two weeks. Um, so then I will be fully, fully vaccinated. Um, was it announced that, uh, I have another boyfriend? I don't know if that was announced. No, I don't think it made the cut in the page episode, Um, but yeah, it probably won't make the cut here either. No, I'm, uh, <laughs> I I'm <asked>. kidding. <laughs> um, I'm kidding. He probably doesn't listen to this either, but it's fine. We actually, actually, when I first started recording this with you was when we first started dating and things weren't like official yet. Mm-hmm. And he mentioned that we should watch Degrassi together. Mm. So that's probably that's, sweet. that's probably what we're gonna do once like I'm also vaccinated because he because covid um right so but yeah um which which vaccine did you get did you get moderna yes because i feel like your um vaccination like your in between periods between vaccinations is longer than mine because you got yours before we did but our second shot is also in two weeks yeah so my my second shot is on the 26th Okay. Ours is on the 23rd. So that's so weird. So yeah, that's great. Um, I am the same as last week. Uh, Last week, I updated the listener that I have been having a mental breakdown. I am less breaking down. I am in the repairing stages. That is that is me every day. I'm constantly in a mental breakdown. So congratulations. I literally cried because I have an emotional disorder. So I constantly am crying over dumb things. So Mm -hmm. I'm proud of you. A mood. Thank you. Thank you. Um other than that um yeah basically same stuff I've been in a bit of a making over 
period of my life and I would like to come out of the next couple months um, a new bitch. And that's, yeah. you know, that's just constantly. New year, new look, new Keely. A mood, a mood. Um, and that's great segue <laughs> because <laughs> we're not here to talk about Paige this time, um, though we would again. I would love, um, <laughs> I would love that. Because I was like but, half disassociated throughout that whole thing. So I don't even remember <laughs> half of the things we talked about. And I had to edit it stupid because the thing happened oh. with the recording. Um, and so there were a lot of things that got missed. But I am in the process of compiling a supercut of like jokes that got missed and things that, you know, had to be cut for for time. Um, and I'm excited to, to share hey. that in the next few weeks because it's, it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we're not here to talk about Paige. We are here, however, to talk about the person who I like the most with Paige, which is Alex Nunez, which is funny because it feels like the last two episodes we did, which was Paige and Jay, it feels like we've talked, talked about Alex enough already (laughs) because she was, she was so important for both of those characters. Mm -hmm. Um, but she's got her own episode now because she was a main character. Mm-hmm. So what are your general opinions on Alex? Um, probably the same opinion I have of basically everyone is that she deserved better. <laughs> yeah, um, I feel that. Yeah. Um, and then, like, I wish I was that bitch, but I'm not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've never really envied Alex. Like, there are characters on this show that I really envy, like Manny. Mm-hmm. Um, or like later on, like who, who's a character that I'm like really uh, obsessed with the way Which, they are. You know, we should start a petition um, and have uh, everybody sign it to get act like to actually get Cassie Steele on here for the Manny episode. Oh my god, I would pass away. Like, do you understand what I would have? I would have. Oh to, yeah, like... that's just like when I eventually start like a High School Musical podcast. It is going to be my goal <laughs> to have Ashley Tisdale on here. Who is? <gasps> Who is super pregnant and super cute. Um, so yeah, you're you said she deserved better. Uh, Especially I toward the end. I like I I mm-hmm. I had to take a break from watching rewatching Degrassi because one, the season two of Fruits Baskets came out, which is an anime, <laughs> so Achilles uh, very yes. uh, like what? Um No, I know <gasps> you do. I've never you watched watch it. You should watch it. I know what it is. You should okay. watch the new one because I've heard the new one is a lot better than the old one. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, that came out on Hulu, so I had to watch all of that. And then um, mm-hmm. my partner's partner gave me their sign-in for their Netflix. So I've been mm-hmm. watching all of the serial killer documentaries. <laughs> oh, lovely. <laughs> I love that. Which is great for your mental health. <laughs> I, I've been uh, wanting to start to watch it again. And with... Mm-hmm. Uh, my new boyfriend mm-hmm. after um, so I'd probably just start from the beginning again yeah. oh wow you're gonna have to go through six that's seasons. okay <laughs> um, but yeah like I I agree like Alex I really love her in the beginning like I love I mean like when I, not just even in the beginning like I loved her all the way until like the very mm-hmm. end um, which is unfortunate that they just decided to randomly like destroy mm-hmm. her at the very end. Um, but like she's her arc is like she's got a better arc than like half. This is the same thing with Jay that we mm-hmm. said last week was like they have a better arc than like half the the characters who got even more. Oh yeah, time. no, and I love like, I love 
having like the bully have an actual reason as to why they're being a bully rather than just like oh this person's just kind of an asshole which is why when in my future high school musical musical podcast i have come up with the best backstory for sharpay evans (laughs) okay i love that Um, i also i love doing episodes of podcasts where we just basically write fan fiction like that's so fun you literally Um, like so when you start a patreon because this is going to become uh popular um when you start a patreon (laughs) you should have like you should have those episodes as like bonus episodes for your patreon Mm -hmm. Where we just write. Where you sit there and you just talk about like a fan fiction you would write, and that's it'd be great. Yeah, that's a great idea. I do love that. Um. So yeah, like I, I, she had a better arc than like half these characters. Like honestly, just like Emma starts in one place, ends in a different place, but like not too far off. Yeah, Alex, Jay, they start in one place and end in a totally different place. And I think that's like the best way to write oh, yeah, characters. Sure. Is like they they start and end in two completely mm-hmm. different places and you get to see the growth. Mm-hmm. Um so like let's actually like hop in to Oh, oh wait, we have to do need to do the three sentences. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I part of me is like should I just cut that bit from from the episodes but I'm like no the fun is getting, getting my reaction everybody's, everybody's reaction. mad reaction <laughs> yeah so yeah yeah I, I just have to, I have to call um, out Degrassi for making like their side characters mm-hmm. have a better story arc and like character arc because like we said we said <laughs> the same thing about Ellie uh-huh uh-huh well Ellie I think Ellie takes on a pseudo lead role uh once the middle seasons happen or like the later i guess her technical later seasons where it's like emma becomes the lead of high school and ellie becomes the lead of college like that's kind of so like it makes more sense for ellie to have been but even so more fleshed out she did start off like as the side character that everybody fell in love with and so they were like oh well i guess uh which by the way i watched i watched her auditions Oh my mm. god. <laughs> They're, They're so, so good. good. They're so good. Like she's she was such oh, a talented yeah. actress and she was what like 14, yeah. 15. Um same with Jake Epstein. Like those audition tapes are amazing. Yeah. Anyway. Um three sentences. So what was I? Oh yeah, three sentences. So I'll go first oh. this time just to get it just to get it out of the way. Uh I haven't thought about this at all. Um so Alex Nunez. Starts her time on this show as a troubled bad girl with questionable taste in friends and gangs, period. She then... She then grows into her... Mm, wait, I scrapped that, okay, scrapped okay, that, okay. scrapped that. <laughs> she then finds herself when she finds a new group of friends and relationship period in the end we watch her grow into a woman who will do what she needs to do to get she by does whatever it takes 
she does whatever it takes period <laughs> i'm glad <laughs> i could not i could not formulate that but you know whatever what I mean. it takes you know that she'll make it through yeah that was my three sentences what about okay. you um alex alex nunez um starts off as that bitch as uh, as daniel started our page uh threesome <laughs> As she grows, she does some shitty things like uh, help help her shitty boyfriend bully a child, but bully not a child, but like appear so much that he decides <laughs> yeah. to shoot the school. Uh, <laughs> that makes it sound like he's just like shooting at the wall. <laughs> shoot up the school, <laughs> and um, and paralyze Drake. From the waist down. Period. I think that was a sentence. Once she stops letting people or living up to other people's expectations of her and starts her own way, she becomes this beautiful lesbian queen that we all adore, but then somehow reverts back to being a complete bitch because the writers didn't know what to do with her. Period. Wonderful, amazing, fantastic. So, insert Lady Gaga. Mm-hmm. I, Lady I, Gaga. I always wrongly quote that that GIF. Just like it's it's, it's hilarious. Um, but yes, let's dive on into her plot points. I'm gonna mm-hmm. pull up the wiki. All right. Um, so we meet Alex in conjunction with Jay and the rest of the Candy Bandit. Like they. The Candy Bandits as a whole, that is Jay, Alex, and Towers. Uh, Towers. <laughs> um, the the Candy Bandits as a whole just kind of represent Sean turning fully to the, the quote-unquote bad side. Um, now, I really don't know if they expected characters like Jay and Alex to really go anywhere with this show, but it was it became really clear in like season seasons four and five that Mm-hmm. They really wanted to make them um, a bigger part of the show and like really humanize these these just kind of one note mm-hmm. uh, bad kids. Um, and I love that for them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, it's it's there's not much to talk about with Alex in the first time we see her yeah. in season three. It's just kind of she's very much the the girlfriend of the bad boy like she doesn't do much i think she gets into a fight with emma well and I think, yeah I th- and her best friend amy gets drunk and almost dies yes yes <laughs> amy gets drunk almost dies at sean's house it's it's a lot we talked last episode about how amy was just the, so wronged like anytime they needed a girl to just go through it they were like hey remember this amy blonde girl <laughs> um and so yeah uh she bullies emma for a little bit Mm -hmm. and then emma she and emma get into a fight i believe emma like shoves her face into the into the like knocks her like against the water fountain and like busts her lip oh shit awesome so that was kind of that's kind of how we establish her like we establish her she doesn't like yeah she's a bully she doesn't like girls that are you know prim and proper like emma and that's probably uh i wouldn't say that the writers had the foresight 
to be like, oh, let's plant lesbianism in this in this teenage girl when we first I, introduce her. I honestly don't think that they were like, oh, well, maybe Alex should be a lesbian until right. until the um, episode where her and Marco are fighting. Yeah. Are uh, going are uh, battling, battling for class president. For class president. Yes. Choose your fighters. Anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, I think I said that, like, in the Marco episode, too, mm-hmm. where it was kind of like we watched Alex start to see something from Marco that she sees in herself mm-hmm. as well. Maybe she doesn't know how to really pinpoint that, but it would be gay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, Alex really does just kind of skate on by um is complicit in some um tomfoolery Mm -hmm. for a while until she really just decides to like turn a new leaf and um run for class president her um her platform which daniel and i discussed in the marco episode was to be for the people which like is you know the classic person who wants power doesn't necessarily come from the um the what's it called the doesn't necessarily come from the same uh pool that all of the people voting for them does which would be marco whereas the person who represents the people voting is like i know the people better than you which would be alex we saw the same thing with um jt and and ashley when they fought for class president and that's really when we see Alex make her first turn, which is um, that she wants to make a change in her school. And you don't necessarily see that until she has, um, until she's like, until she's gone for class president. And that is really Alex's first big plot point. Yeah. Her move, her, running for class president up against Marco on the platform that she represents the people. Oh yeah. And And I think part of the reason why she didn't like basically out him to the entire school is because she had that moment where she's like, Oh shit, this could be me. I could also be gay. (laughs) Exactly. Or, or just like, like, like Daniel said in the Marco episode, like she realized this could be me. I'm, I could be gay or I, they could, someone could take cheap shots at my socioeconomic status they could take cheap shots that i'm a woman and she realized that taking the cheap shots is not how one needs to move through life um and that's really the big turning point that we see for her and then it becomes it opens up more opportunities because by the way she you know despite uh mercilessly bullying marco at first mm-hmm. d- she made the decision to not and marco saw in her the potential of a good person and he yeah. decides to appoint her as as his v- vice president which i've always found very sweet i love that um it's not necessarily a friendship because we don't really get to see them be friends oh yeah um that much but like it's 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 a well, moment of camaraderie. I would like to point out that Alex never gets like any slack or anything about mm-hmm. the school shooting. Oh yeah, that's that was our next point. <laughs> that was the next point. Don't worry, we didn't forget. Okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> because exa- we talked about it in the J episode. Spinner really took all <laughs> the, the blame for he something did. for something that was a three person job. <laughs> he like alex alex pulled the rope did she not 
I, I believe so. Because she was the one up in the rafters who pulled the rope on, on Rick and um, let the paint fall. Unless, which I know she's the one who set it up because she had mm-hmm. access to it being the vice president. Exactly. Exactly. But I don't know. Let's take a look at the wiki. Yeah. Yeah. Very Chris Harginson style. Uh, Rick is Carrie. <laughs> Rick is Carrie, Spinner J, and Spinner Sue. <laughs> Spinner Sue, Jay, and Alex are collectively Chris. Or no, they're <laughs> Billy and Chris. <laughs> but Alex is Billy and Jay is Chris. Yes. <laughs> um, for all you Stephen King fans out there. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, and Alex really gets none of the blame for that. She really, like, Jay, Jay skirts on by, like, socially. Like, people don't blame him mm-hmm. for it, but he does still get, like, expelled. Um, Alex, on the other hand, gets none of that. Mm-hmm. She doesn't even get recognized by Ms. Hatsalakos. Um, I think the wiki here says Spinner does not say her name, which is so interesting. Which I think is just like a bro. Okay, I'm helping out my bro's girlfriend. Yeah, or maybe it maybe it was because um, Jay and 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 Spinner really take the blame for the the telling Rick that mm-hmm. it was Jimmy's idea thing, whereas Alex had nothing to do with that because she's not allowed in the boys' bathroom. So which, let's yeah. be real. Alex would be the type to walk into the boys' bathroom oh, and not give a fuck. 100%. She so would. She, I bet she has. Um, so that happens. Mm-hmm. Then we get to my favorite point. Um, uh, like, as, like, for the, the longest time, uh, Alex confronting Amy about giving Jay a blowjob at the ravine. <laughs> is my was my favorite line from the I was show like, did like, that happen after the shooting yeah because they were they were gonna do the musical about mm-hmm. the shooting yeah and then they ended up doing dracula which it was funny because it was like they were like we need a musical that's like light and airy after this you know terrible shit of a year and then they were like we're we'll write a stupid musical because they're trying to censor us and then the stupid musical didn't go through either and so they wrote dracula the musical which is literally about death (laughs) like like they were like oh yeah let's combat this." they probably read uh, it in school though so Mm -hmm. yeah like that's probably the one caveat they were like hmm could be educational Mm -hmm. sure (laughs) um so then um yeah alex gets cheated on by jay and that is the uh, that is the moment that she is like, I am done with Jay. Mm-hmm. I am done with people like Jay. She and Amy aren't friends anymore. And that's the last we see of Amy. Yeah. Um, and so she really does need mm-hmm. a new set of friends. And then this is when the big transformation. Oh, begins. yeah. And so she then moves from her friendship with and relationship with Jay mm-hmm into the only people who she's around which is marco her co-president and all of his friends Mm -hmm. um and then like she has like a job after school as well so alex and Paige have been working together at this point for a while um so that kind of um leads into alex's like that's that's a totally other uh, that's a totally new valid reason why she would hang out with marco and Paige because she's marco's co-president she's Paige's co-worker Um, 
And then she, remember when she and Ellie had the gambling thing? <laughs> yeah, when Ellie was um, almost had a gambling problem. Yeah. Yep. Everyone just gets a one episode gambling problem. I wonder what's up with that. It's Canada. Canada. So now we're at the point where Alex is a reformed bad girl. Mm-hmm. So she's, she's hanging out with the popular kids. She's really just kind of uh she's she's there in in physicality but like you can tell there's like the social and like mental disconnect between her and all of them where they're all kind of like why why would you invite alex like when Paige wants to go to the movie premiere Mm -hmm. and she's like oh yeah i have ticket for alex and they're like why would you invite alex i'm like marco you put alex on your on your like on your fucking uh student council like why there can only be one gay here okay (laughs) <laughs> this is before we know Alex is gay mm-hmm. which um, season 4 and 5 mm-hmm. is when Paige goes through what she goes through with Mr. Oleander and Alex is her voice of reason throughout that entire which is amazing I love that mm-hmm. I love it too because it really um, shows that like while Alex was like morally mm, you know what I mean like <laughs> she was morally mm, but like for, she wait, still had for all of us D&D nerds she was more of like a she came off as like a chaotic neutral, but in reality, she was a chaotic good. Eh, I would say, I would say chaotic evil to chaotic neutral. That makes more sense. Yeah, um, and I'm not even a D and D nerd, <laughs> but um, yeah, she she's it shows that she while she you know made bad decisions in the past, she's not totally far gone. Where it's like she doesn't recognize that Paige and Mr. O is a shitty, shitty uh, imitation of a relationship. Oh, yeah. um, and she gets to be Paige's voice of reason. And then in fin- finally, when Paige and Mr. Oleander break up, that opens the door for what we would eventually see. Wink, wink. Um, she and opens like, the really closet goes- door. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And so Alex really goes on this kind of back and forth between being like a moral center Uh for Paige and a moral uh, relapse for Paige, where we see that at the college fair situation, Um, like when Paige gets high and fucks up her chances of going to banting. Mm -hmm. Um, But Lexicon of Love, it's so interesting because... I wouldn't consider Alex, like, one of my, like, top five favorite characters of all time on Degrassi. Like, I wouldn't consider her that. But most of my favorite episodes are Alex-centric episodes. Like, Lexicon of Love is one of the best episodes of the series. That's um, Jay and Silent Bob go Canadian A's premiere. Oh, okay. When when she and Paige first get together. um, Where, like, you know, I've talked before about the, the, the... the party scene and the, when she and, and Paige and are dancing in the cowboy and hat like, and like they're weirdly sexualizing these teenagers yeah which Jay and Silent Bob really did that the entire time mm-hmm. they were there it was the worst um but yeah they were at the party and um Paige at first like you know she's like I don't even I don't I want to take Alex to the party but everyone's like why don't you take Alex and then it becomes like their relationship at this point which is just a friendship is a point of contention between Paige and her friends and Alex and Jay, who, you know, still hangs around, even though they're broken up (laughs) uh, (laughs) because he gave her gonorrhea. (laughs) Um, 
imagine having the audacity to give someone gonorrhea and then insist you stay in the right (laughs) um but so they Paige makes it a point to be like look Alex is my friend I like her I'm taking her to the premiere we're 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 gonna be dates to this premiere and we're gonna make um this premiere our Mm -hmm. bitch because at this point Paige has been cut from the film and she is trying to like show everyone that she's like not hurt by it uh <laughs> and so she and also the part go to the premiere they go to the after party they are the stars of the after party because they're like sexy dancing with each other it's yeah. gross 17 year old girls grinding on each other and grown men being like wow they're upstaging us at our own event mm-hmm. um, <laughs> but then we get my favorite my favorite moment which is i talked about in the page episode i believe when Jay's like, what makes you think this yes. is and then, and then Alex turns over her shoulder and she goes, it's not. It's about her. <laughs> it just, Ugh, it gets me my every heart. Because it's so sweet. Because mm-hmm. it's like, she's seen what Paige has gone mm-hmm. through. This isn't the ship section. But it's like, it's a character growth mm-hmm. moment where it's like, she sees what Paige has gone through with Mr. Oleander, with, you know, half the shit Paige has gone through in the yeah. last year. Um, and she, and she wants to be there mm-hmm. for her the same way Paige was showed up for yeah. her um, it, earlier in the episode where she's like, I'm going to show up for this girl because she continues to show up for me and I don't really know why. And it's really sweet and I love mm-hmm. it. Um, and so then we get to move into Paige and Alex's relationship, which to say that Alex is just Paige's relationship in season five. Yeah, I think that's accurate. Yeah. That's accurate. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's accurate. She moves that entire season just being Paige's girlfriend, and then they break up, so, nah. Uh, <laughs> and, and then I think that's when the, the gambling thing with Ellie happens. Um, um, yeah. Um, and so then season six comes around, and this is when we get to see Alex in her most realized yes. state. Alex between seasons six and seven, night and day. Like, she in season six is the most, like, realized version oh, of yeah. herself where we get to one see of, all the yeah, one of my favorite moments is when she's getting bullied and she's like wait what the fuck is this what mm-hmm. are this this mm-hmm. is bullying yes that's one of my favorite moments for Alex which is the episode so like we come to find out in season six that she has to repeat a semester at I don't, or like I don't think she it. has to I think she does it to get her grades up because I think she like graduates, yeah, but she wants to get her grades up so she can get into a better college. Right. That's exactly what happens. And she um, she's back at Degrassi for another semester. Miss Hatsalakos um, encourages her to join. Is it lacrosse? Uh, yes. Join the lacrosse team. Miss Hatsalakos remembers that Alex was good at lacrosse in PE. And she's like, yeah, you should join the lacrosse team. And Alex is like, me on a sport? That's wild. And then she <laughs> does. And on the team is a girl who won't stop picking on her. And Alex is like, what the fuck? Like, why are you picking on me? Come to find out that Alex had bullied this girl so bad that what she happened she quite, like, as the wiki says she almost blinded her with a laser pointer during a debate and later yes. tripped yes uh later on tripped her spraining her ankle in the process yes she sprained her ankle and it took her out of the lacrosse season and so um that girl really holds a grudge against alex and we really get to see 
Alex reap the consequences yeah. of years and years yeah, of bullying. And she spent years being this bully and um, mm-hmm. basically like now all of a sudden she's she's suffering the consequences of that and is like, oh shit, like yeah, that feels shitty. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And it's like this is what and it's I it's it's a plot that we that I feel like a lot of things, a lot of TV shows don't address, which is year like the long-term consequences mm-hmm. of your actions. Whereas like, you know, we always see these short-term consequences and then a character changes and then things are different and better, which is exactly what happens mm-hmm. with Jay. Like he is bad and he changes and then he's like, wow, I've, I'm a new person. But with Alex, we get to see her change and evolve and then realize that the things that she did had long-term effects on people and that she, you know, it, it, she doesn't just get to escape it, which I love. Yeah. I, I think, think I think Jay should have had fantastic. to deal with that too. He really because should I think, have. I honestly like, think fucking... he was worse than Alex. Oh, he 100% was. He should have like had to, I don't know, Rick's ghost should have visited him <laughs> in a dream once. Take notes, Degrassi writers. Ghost of Christmas past. Like, uh, Rick should have visited him mm-hmm. in a dream and scared him into never bullying again. Which maybe he did. I just want it mm-hmm. canonized, Degrassi. Um, but yeah, like, that, I love yeah. that for Alex. And then... So she doesn't really get to do much in season six except like help Paige through her whole Bantan issue and, and panic attacks and, and, and such. And then they get back together. They have another epic moment of uh, kissing. Behind, is it there behind the dog? I think so. I think. They kiss is behind the dog. Like, is Alex this where goes, one of them like yells at the other one and is like, because I love you, you idiot. Yes, that's exactly it. It's when... Paige is like, why are you doing this to me? Because she and Alex, like, they're, they've been having, like, a back and forth. And Paige is like, why are you doing this to me? And then Alex grabs her by the face, kisses her, and goes, because I love you. Uh, and it is the, the gay shit, dream, though. That, that is how I it. want my future girlfriend to tell me that she wants to be my girlfriend. It's If the stakes aren't to the roof, exactly. I want like that's like we need we like we need more passion we like go that big in, in or go lives. home exactly um and so then they're back together so like they kind of have a back and forth all the way through season six where Paige is having like she's you know dating around all that stuff and then that's when they get back together mm-hmm. officially and then don't you want me parts one and two happen, which notoriously famously are my favorite I think, episodes. Uh, again, uh, Cuckoo Bananas, a grassy uh, podcast drinking game. Mm-hmm. Every time Keely <laughs> mentions how don't yes, you want me and how they're her favorite episode, you have to finish <laughs> off your drink. Yeah, I think so too. Cause like, I, I think it goes to show what a good episode what good oh yeah and i'm sure i'm sure when i watch them i will also love them because one i love anything that has to do with sex work and just putting that out there yeah um even though it's a little (laughs) from what i'm reading it's a little uh anti-sex work just just it's it's It's, borderline it 
it's anti-sex work for yeah. Alex. Like, that's the thing. They make it a good point. We'll just dive into it. So, Alex, we, we know she comes from a shitty socioeconomic background where her mom is uh, trying, trying her hardest to make ends meet. And, and she's, she's in like an abusive, borderline shitty relationship. Alcoholic. Borderline alcoholic. At least that's how she reads. I don't know if we really see her drinking but she seems like an i'm alcoholic. pretty sure at one um, point alex has to like clean up a bunch of like alcohol bottles and stuff that that would make sense but yeah like her mom is she's got all these issues she's with chad who's a fucking asshole and chad ran them up like yeah. thousands of dollars in debt and now they're indebted and they don't know how to get out of the hole and they're mm-hmm. about to be evicted and alex is freaking out because she doesn't want her or her mom to be evicted from their apartment so she's trying really hard to find a job even though she's going to school full-time on a sports team like she's trying her she's trying to find a job and then she meets jay's Mm -hmm. girlfriend mel who really she turned shit around (laughs) i wanted more of mel and we didn't get her degrassi's really good with giving us like women who look like Tara Reid for one episode. Yeah. <laughs> they gave us Mel. They gave us um, Ashley's aunt from the gay wedding. Um, and later on, which you haven't gotten to yet, they will give us um, Declan and Fiona's cousin, Victoria, who gets Peter oh, addicted dear. to <laughs> They love introducing a blonde Tara Reid type who um who just looks like emaciated and is, is there to bring thing, trouble? Does that happen when um, Dia's like trying to be a model? Yeah, I vaguely remember that's when that happens. So Alex meets Mel, and Mel is a waitress at this at this strip club. And since Alex is eighteen, like you know, she's an adult. She decides to be a waitress at the strip club, but then she sees that the girls on the stage are making a lot more money than the waitresses are making and she's like hmm so she's like you know how hard is it like she alex's attitude towards stripping at first is very like laissez-faire like she's like oh and how hard could it be like just yeah. a little sexy dancing like whatever and she's like she strips for mel in the in the um in the living room and mel is like i don't think you understand the weight of this <laughs> those girls are like they're really yeah. hurting for money which is where the anti-sex work thing comes in which it's a very yeah. early 2000s view of it of it all and also kind of an early 2000s mm-hmm. reality of it all like nowadays we really celebrate sex work and and most not most but like a lot of the people that do it are doing it yeah because they want to um and it's very much spoken outwardly um being quote-unquote tiktok accountants (laughs) um and like it's very spoken outwardly and women will talk like they'll say the praise Mm -hmm. sing the praises of it often but in the mid-2000s it was a very like you do what you gotta do (laughs) um profession so um alex then becomes lex oh my god which is the worst okay but i also love it <laughs> i love I it every time they said it i was like ew uh, it felt so slimy but um she goes she strips she does mm-hmm. not like it but she is doing what she needs to do to get money and um 
she so she and Paige are together at this point and Paige is very anti-sex work it's very disappointing for Paige to watch it's very disappointing to watch Paige talk shit about strippers (laughs) even though like knowing Paige we should figure that how that's her attitude towards strippers you know what I mean like we should figure Mm -hmm. that that would be her attitude but um you know we we always hold out hope for our faves um but like i bet manny wouldn't have judged no manny would have manny would have been (laughs) sitting right up front and like Mm -hmm. manny would have been been making it rain um, tossing the ones exactly there we go she would have been making it rain (laughs) on the stage she would have been like that's my um that's what would she have been to her at that point that's the girl that beat up my best friend yeah uh (laughs) but um so after being creepily solicited by men at the strip club and just everything goes down, the real heartbreaker happens, which is that Alex goes home. She gives her mom the money. Like this, ha- this has been happening mm-hmm. throughout the episode. But like she, get- she goes home. She gives her mom the money. She's made thousands of dollars. Her mom's like, where the fuck did you get this? And she's like, don't worry about it. I got a job. And her mom's like, what kind of job? And she's like, don't worry about it. Um, only to find out that her mom used her stripper money to bail Chad oh, out dear. of jail. Not even to get them out of debt. She bailed him out of jail so he could put them in more debt, emotional mm-hmm. debt and uh, physical mon- monetary yes. mo- debt too, which is just the most heartbreaking outcome of all of that. And you see the realization on Alex's face of her being like, you don't understand what I had to endure to get that money. Mm-hmm. Um, and you used it in the most blasphemous of ways. Um, and it's just so sad because it's like, it's not just the stripping part. It's the being uh, objectified by old men on a daily basis. Yeah, part and of it someone, all. Alan, mm-hmm. tries to get her to be a prostitute. Exactly. And it's like, she does, it's like just the, the utter disrespect of it all Mm -hmm. um she was she 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 was not having it she was not happy there and you know it's the common misconception i believe for alex was like you know i'm not attracted to any of these men so like what should it matter i'm just you know they're just using me for their idealized version of a woman Mm -hmm. but and i'm just using them for their money exactly but you know there's an emotional toll that comes yeah. along with that, that she wasn't ready to take on and that she didn't want to have to take on. Mm-hmm. And that, yeah, that whole episode is just beautifully done. I love the A plot of that episode, which is Alex stripping. I love the B plot of that episode, which is Emma trying to trying to keep Sean in her life by uh, trying to fabricate a pregnancy. It's wonderful. I love oh, that dear. whole episode. Like, it's not that she lies. It's that she thinks she's pregnant and she's like, really trying to will it into existence mm-hmm. so that Sean will stay and like not go to the army, which I I love that plot. I think it's so ridiculously stupid. She um, was the original Terry Schuster. <laughs> Emma Nelson was the original <laughs> Terry Schuster. <laughs> I love that. Um, so yeah, we, we leave season and this is the part that really just gets my goat is that we end season six really on such a positive your nuggets. It's, yeah. It, um, I stole that from another podcast. I'm sorry. I've never heard that. <laughs> um, it, it really grinds my gears that we end season six 
on such a high note for Alex. Like it's such a like like character wise, mm-hmm. like literally the ending of season six is we watch Alex go through this major life event and this major transformation also i do have to say i love the long hair on her i prefer this long hair than the short hair i agree the short hair was like definitely a look that was made to make her look a little more badass Mm -hmm. but the long hair was she had great hair um and yeah we end season six on such a high note for her with such high like expectations Mm -hmm. like oh i wonder how she's gonna grow from this like where is she gonna end up then season seven happens she's not even in the opening credits anymore mm-hmm. we see her for one two episodes where she and where she ruins Paige's <laughs> job yeah <laughs> and she we go through basically the same uh thing with Alex that she's been insecure about her entire time on the show which is like I'm not enough for people because of where I come from. Mm-hmm. I'm, I have, I can't grow. I won't be, I will never be able to make it. And because of her own self doubts, she decides to like s- sabotage Paige's uh, ch- chances of getting what she wants. Like obviously, if yeah, it, and my- and um, from what I'm reading at, I'm not sure if it was like purposeful mm-hmm. or if it, it wasn't. Was- if it was just like a subconscious, oh, I'm ruining this because I don't exactly. want this. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I was getting at was like whether or not she really was like, I'm going to sabotage Paige. It's what she ends up doing. Mm-hmm. And she, and it's really come, boils down to that Alex is, <laughs> they, they, what they try to tell us is that Alex is the same girl that she was in high school and Paige is evolving, which we literally just watched her. Mm-hmm. grow <laughs> we just watched her not be the same girl that she was in high school so oh yeah what is the truth <laughs> like what is the nope truth? nobody knows nobody, nobody knows, knows. <laughs> they just needed a way to write her off and get Paige into a devil wears prada situation yeah um and so they wrote her off in the laziest of ways that i hate and it makes me mad and just the image of alex stomping down that runway back like that she she stomps down the runway and out of our lives and it is just the most unjust ending to Mm -hmm. her and her relationship with Paige um so those are the plot points yeah uh we can dive into the ships which is funny because the last two weeks was all we've done was talk about yeah so it's it's, yeah it's not it's not gonna be much I'm I'm assuming no it's not because last week we talked about Alex and Jay and the week before that, we talked about Alex and, Alex and Paige, and she's only had one other girlfriend who was only there to make Paige feel self-conscious. Uh, <laughs> and that's about it. So Alex and Jay, um, we, they, they were invented to be on the show together. Mm-hmm. Um, they, were, they were, as Daniel said, they were, uh, what's the word, inceptioned together. Mm-hmm. Um, and she really just kind of was his... It was funny because it's like it's clear that she's not just like a lap dog. It's not that she's like she does everything. He Honestly, says. it kind of comes off the opposite. The opposite. <laughs> Which yeah. I mean, it's like if anyone's lap dog, that. it's Jay. Exactly. Yeah, but that might also just be because he kind of looks like a little puppy. Maybe uh, I guess. <laughs> but, Did you guys um, talk about 
if he's attractive or not because I don't think so. But he did, and we we are of the opinion that Jay is hot. Okay, um, um I am not, but Dan- we can all Daniel- have wrong opinions. Daniel is of the opinion that he was hot from the beginning. Um, I'm of the opinion that he got hot once he started wearing Henleys and throwing his baseball cap at the camera in the opening credits of season six. Um, um, I disagree. He's never been hot, but that's fine. <laughs> he Please. looks, you know why, you know why I think you think that uh-huh. is because he looks like the guy that played Kelly and sings shoes. They look the same. Oh my God, the they man. do. <laughs> Alex and Jay, where was I with them? Oh yeah. So they, uh, Alex and Jay really kind of just are the like, the we said the last episode the Rizzo and Kaniki of Degrassi like oh, yeah. I hate both, that but also they're both yeah like both equally kind of shitty and they feed off of each other's shittiness and they're like always making out um, all around the school which is disgusting and very compet of Alex now that we know that she's a lesbian but um, yeah she she and Jay are just that couple and then like. And I'm, I don't know, I'm trying to think of, like, what he brings out in her, which is really, like, we talked last episode that Jay really just is the embodiment of, like, um, of, like, bad decisions mm-hmm. and bad decision making. So really, all he is for Alex a is, beard. like, a, <laughs> one, a beard, and also a social inhibitor, where it's just, like, all he does is make her a worse person mm-hmm. and it's unfortunate because I, I I like their friendship after they've broken up I think it's very you know it's not good and it's not healthy but it's cute that they stay in each other's lives yeah. even after he gave her gonorrhea <laughs> and at least gonorrhea is treatable I guess yeah, it is. It's a social disease, but like you, you get over it. Um, get over it. It's fine. And so, yeah, like I, I really like them better as friends. I think they, they were in each other's lives for a reason, and she doesn't necessarily make him better, but he definitely makes her worse. Mm-hmm. And it's even shown when, when in our last time that we see her, which is when she's uh, ruining Paige's job. Mm-hmm. It, Jay is an influence there. He he. They smoke weed together, and he's like, not saying he's that weed there. is bad. No, but she's high when she does the shitty stuff, um, and they they're the ones that do it together. Yeah. And she and and she's the one who decides to make the bad decisions in Jay's company, um, and so they're not healthy at all. Uh, and yeah, that's kind of really all there is to to say about them except like to not just you know rehash what we said last Mm -hmm. episode um so moving on obviously from alex and jay to alex and Paige, palix my favorite ship on the entire series uh and i guess i want to put here alex coming to terms with her sexuality that can be a little moment here as well because we didn't really touch on that it feels like it kind of feels like to me that she just kind of is like yeah I'm gay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, we don't get, like, a big realization moment. We don't get, like, any foreshadowing. We just kind of get she and Paige have some moments that night at the party. She is clearly attracted to Paige. Mm-hmm. 
Paige is clearly attracted to her. They kiss um, at the end of the night. And Alex is like, this is it. <laughs> this is this is this is it for me. This is what I've been missing. My she whole doesn't life. even and question, just, like think, oh maybe I'm no. bi. No, she does not even go like she doesn't even have to take those steps. She kissed a girl and she went, you know what? I am straight up Nothing not straight. Exactly. Um and she so girl and she loved it so much. Exactly. That she <laughs> said no more dick. <laughs> she really just like uh, dives dives head first <laughs> into Paige's vagina. Hell yeah. And is like, I am, a, I am fully a lesbian. No one asked me any questions about this. Jay, don't even think about us getting back together. This is who I am now. Do you think, and I love do you that. think the two of them like banged? I, I'm certain they did. Um, Paige, as we've seen, is a fairly sexual being. Same um like she yeah she she's she used a spinner for his body oh that (laughs) that baby yeah you know the giant baby um she used a spinner for his body she uses jesse for his body like she's she's i'm fairly certain she and she and alex have um she probably would have been uh, in today's day and age probably would have been labeled with a hypersexual label probably yeah and i love that me for too her. Um, it just makes her even more relatable alex, for me alex um i i don't see that same level of sexuality in alex honestly it's kind of cute like their relationship seems like Paige would be the like the horny one <laughs> and alex would be the like chill one who's like you know why don't we just watch a film and, and cuddle? not <laughs> yeah big verse energy for both of yeah. them yeah they're both switches, but I feel like yeah, I feel like Paige would top more. I see that <laughs> she's so so tiny. <laughs> she's that's so what small. makes it so much better. <laughs> yeah. Um, so because we yeah, know we Paige. know Paige topped all of her boyfriends. We can't. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Spinner. <laughs> Spinner. Oh, Spinner is no a bottom. He is the definition a of bottom. a bottom. Spinner is very much a bottom. This is um, this is why this, this podcast is the reason why Kink Talk is constantly coming up on my for you page. Not for any other reason, but just this podcast. No, not for other reasons. Just you know, the 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 what are those? The FBI agents are listening to my Degrassi <laughs> podcast and determining your kinks. Um, but um, yeah, Alex and Paige they get together at the movie premiere, or you know, they start to get together at the movie premiere and you know Paige has her bi panic which is funny because it's like both of them are realizing things about themselves right now like both of them have are having this like this is their mm-hmm. first time with a woman thing Paige is the only one panicking which I mean I feel like, like I feel like I'm it's accurate good. when it comes to uh because I know like like I have a lot of gay panic whenever yeah. anybody like of the same gender as I am shows any kind of interest it is like that um that fear i think girls like my hinge is set to buy but my bumble is straight Mm -hmm. right now and when girls 
uh, contact me on Hinge, it ver- like they could very well be very much my type. I am extremely attracted to them. I think they're so cool and I would love to get to know them. I'm terrified yes. of girls. Like that's <laughs> that's just the thing. Is like girls Oh yeah, and it's it's out. so like, it's so funny trying to ex- explain that to like like a like a a hetero a heterosexual cis male where yeah. like my boyfriend I always talk about like wanting to have a girlfriend and he's like, well, why don't you just do it? And I was like, because girls are terrifying. And he's exactly, like, what do you exactly. No, they're, they're not. And I was like, no, 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 they are. Because men experience the feeling of always being in power when a woman is around because of society. Well, yeah, and I think it's um, just like, like hetero, it's like we live in a heteronormative world. So mm-hmm. it's easy. I, I, I think it's easier for straight people have an easier time finding partners because they just kind of, yeah. and I would say this for women too. Like men are scary because like I could get murdered by one, but like, yeah, but like that's only if you know their intentions yeah. are bad, but like otherwise, <laughs> otherwise his- all I have to do is wear like, a titty shirt and I make like an extra $300 at work mm-hmm. <laughs> selling glasses yeah. because exactly creepy, like because creepy old men exactly like they're very uh men are men are scary but yeah. simple and with women it's like I feel like you and me we know especially like when our experiences with women our age and our peer groups are from our female friendships where female friendships this is a totally separate thing from female relationships female friendships are extremely toxic a lot of the time and it's very scary because we often feel like we need to be intimidated by and in in competition with other women so it's like, even if we're attracted to them, it's like, well, how do I look next exactly. to this woman? Because society will exactly. put me against this woman. And how do I act? That is exactly what went through my mind this morning when I had my, when I had mm-hmm. my, uh, my brain be not nice about a thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is mm-hmm. exactly like, oh shit. Like it, cause like, I'm not the perfect polyamorous person, like. I will be the first to tell you mm-hmm. that jealousy is very natural and it's a very natural feeling for people and it stems from a place of insecurity right. and it's especially it's especially difficult um, because of those society those societal standards that people have put w- like oh uh, I'm all- always in competition with this other woman so exactly exactly and it's like putting yourself in a position like say if you were to go and be in a relationship with a woman is daunting yeah. for that reason where it's like society is going to yeah it's gonna be like well other, okay it's, it's gonna be like okay so which one's which one's the which one's the man in the relationship it, yeah or even just like which one is like and this you know, is and this is also speaking we're... from if we have any younger listeners some uh gen zers we are we are zillennials as we were speak talking about earlier mm-hmm. this is coming from a place where this is how we grew up and this is how we know like yeah the world whereas now nowadays i'm sure it's not as bad but like Right. Well, they still, I think what it is, is Gen Z's are yeah. more woke to it, where they're actively trying to dismantle yeah. these systems. Um, but yeah. the systems are still there. Uh, but yeah, that's probably 
part of the reason we went on a bi panic um, tangent there, but that's part of the reason why Alex was all in because she's like, she knows there's no other option for her. Whereas Paige is like, well, if I like men and women, why wouldn't I just pick men? It's this, it's societally the easier thing to do. Um, And so they have that whole back and forth. And just like we talked in the Paige episode about how, about what Alex brings out in Paige. I don't feel like enough people really talk about what Paige no, brings I out think, in Alex. No, I think Paige like, brings out a more serious side of Alex. Mm-hmm. And as mm-hmm. I honestly, probably part of the reason why she went back to Degrassi to get her, to make her yeah, better. Because she saw Paige, I think they talk about this when Paige comes back from Banting. She saw Paige achieve her dreams. She was like, oh, the girl that I love is it is at her dream school, like, living it up you know what she thinks is happening to Paige when the reality Paige is you know having panic attacks over math which you mean same um and yeah same and she's like she so she was inspired by Paige to go Mm -hmm. back to Degrassi and try and get into a dream school I think she even mentions banting at some point and then Paige has a whole panic about it because she's like I'm dropping out uh and so yeah, I I think, yeah, you said she brings out a more serious side in her. I also think, like, she she just, I don't know, like, she brings out a side of Alex that cares about yeah. other people, which we, we see it at first when she runs for class president. Like, we're like, oh, she cares about, you know, maybe the poor kids. Yeah, school, she, kids she brings who... out the side where she doesn't have to, like, um, hide like the fact that she cares mm-hmm. she she brings out the side exactly that, that can be vulnerable and can show that she cares about people she doesn't have to feel like it's it, her relationship with Paige brings out the part of Alex that like is able to mm-hmm. articulate feelings whereas before she didn't she didn't articulate yeah. any of her feelings but with Paige we get to see her you know, be the first I yeah. love you professor. We get to see her, like, we get to see her just really take mm-hmm. those leaps mm-hmm. at being a person who is reaching out for others um, to yeah. care about her and yeah. caring about them in, in turn. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm like, I love that. I think it's, that's why I love Paige and Alex. Because, like, yes, like, while I, I do, probably most of my reasoning for liking Paige and Alex is because you get to see the popular, like, girl from the, your high school be yes. gay. <laughs> uh-huh. Like you get to see somebody who you know you don't typically get who doesn't typically get that arc on television mm-hmm. get that arc. Um but at the same time you get to humanize the like girl from the quote unquote mm-hmm. wrong side of the tracks that oh, yeah. this popular girl falls in love with and it's it's very um me and Daniel just watched the movie Valley Girl <laughs> on Beautiful. Valentine's Day. Um the what like there's an old one from the 80s and a newer version mm-hmm. which is a musical but um it's about a, the most popular girl in a school falling for a boy from the wrong side of the tracks and um how like how their relationship mm-hmm. changes each other and i feel that for for Paige and alex except it's gay this time yeah and- um so yeah and then you know they end on like they go back and forth in their relationship a lot it's which very is very bisexual because we can't make up our minds 
<laughs> I feel that. I feel that 100%. And it is mostly Paige. Like, it's mostly yeah. Paige's fault, these breakups, until, until like, the last one. Um, and, like, it's Paige being like, nah, Gay panic. Nah, nah. Gay panic. I'm, yeah. I'm going to go date Spinner now. Like, you know, falling back into yeah familiar patterns um but yeah and then you know they end on the worst <laughs> note ever and we never hear of their relationship again which is just like <laughs> like this show really loves to give me mm-hmm. things that i love and then ruin yep. them in the worst way possible happened to Paige and alex happens to sav and holly J. like i just can't win and yet, I still love this goddamn fucking and show. You, I wonder but it's, why. It's because they give you things like Emma and Spinner. <laughs> That's true. Things I didn't know Emma. I needed. So, yeah, we've hit her plot points. We've hit her ships. When was a time that you were such an Alex? Oh, I get to start this one this time. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about this on the car, car ride home because mm-hmm. I wasn't prepared at all. And I was freaking yes. out. Um, because I was like, oh, shit, we're recording this. Um, and I <laughs> have not done anything. Um, and I was like, when was a time that I was such an Alex? I mm-hmm. would say I was such an Alex when the people around me influenced my behavior. Mm-hmm. There was a there was a kid that I was friends with in high school, and mm-hmm. we, I think now as adults, we would be perfectly fine. Yeah. Um, we were best friends, but we were very toxic. Mm-hmm. because I think both of us kind of played off of each other mm-hmm. uh, off of each other's insecurities because this person hadn't come out yet publicly yeah. even though it was very obvious very um, obvious I know this person there's probably a lot of and this person's dad had died and mm-hmm. just there was a lot going on and we just brought out not so fun sides of right. each other we be, we were awful and looking back on that I was like yeah and then I have other, like, I had a dream about this friend the other day where um, this person just made me feel like absolute garbage. Mm-hmm. Like, this person literally told me that they agreed with their significant other that I would be attractive if I lost weight. Right. And um, then later blamed me for all of their problems. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And I carried that with me for a long, mm-hmm. and and that relates back to Alex, like we were talking about with um, her and Jay's relationship, because right. um, like they they were they were good friends, but they he didn't bring out a good side of her. He encouraged yeah. the bad side of her, probably from a place of his own insecurity. Right. Yeah. Um, definitely. And. Uh, yeah, I that uh, that about sums up the time I was an Alex because I'm a Hufflepuff and I am not mean. Yeah, so. <laughs> these last few episodes I've been like, it's so hard to feel like I can relate to like Jay or Alex because it's like we're I'm such a different person. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's a great that's a great example of something that Alex went through that we and all like, can really like relate earlier, to. Earlier, earlier when you were talking about. Um, page bringing out like the more emotional side i was like in my brain i was like oh i could use that and then i was like oh no that's page <laughs> <laughs> yeah i feel that because i i do I bring out that. like emotion like people feel comfortable being emotional around me because mm-hmm. i cry when a leaf falls right um, i'm a cancer <laughs> a cancer and a hufflepuff cancer hufflepuff with a leo moon 
So <laughs> I'm a fun combination. I think my rising is Sagittarius. Oh. <laughs> Which is funny because my rising is Cancer. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but that's when I was such an Alex. What about oh, you, nice. Miss Keely Bell? Um, actually, it's a great segue because I was thinking of the um, like the getting like learning how to express your emotions in a way that brings you closer to people, mm-hmm. and like that's something I'm still working on. Um, but I that's was, why I was your best friend because I encourage you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the only. That is the only reason why we're friends. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's not like it's not like um, people who are very emotional make me just want to um, shrivel up in like a snail in a shell. If I didn't feel feel awkward like asking to call, I think I've called you once when I was having a breakdown. Mm-hmm. But like, you would be the person that I would go to because I know that you would be like rationally, Aaron. You're being dumb. yeah. <laughs> there we go yeah that's that's another I was actually tossing around those two options of when I was such an Alex so on one end yes I am a very rational person where it's like if someone comes to me with a problem in the same way that Paige came to Alex with her I'm dating my teacher problems um Alex gave her a reality check and I I'm I wouldn't say that I'm as um as blunt as Alex is. I mean, you are a little bit. Example, today. <laughs> today, you were like, so, like, what exactly is your brain telling you? And, like, why mm-hmm. is it <laughs> Yeah. Like, I was like, well, you said you told me that you were, that you had, that your brain was being stupid. And I was like, well, like, why? Why is it like, being I, stupid? Yeah, it's like, I ask a lot of whys. And I, it's probably, you know, it's that's something I actually learned from childcare is, is getting down to the root of the root yeah the root of the problem by just asking a bunch of whys Mm -hmm. and so you'd be a great therapist (laughs) (laughs) if if i could fathom it um i would love to do that i I love helping people that's why that's why i'm gonna be the therapist yeah like you have the emotional bandwidth to do that i on the other hand, I get, I get, I get depleted very fast. A time I was such an Alex. Yeah. I would say like as a time that I've been that rational friend, but also um, the learning to express your emotions in a way that brings you closer to people is something that I'm still working on, but also like I've learned to do that through therapy. I've learned to do that by living with somebody who I'm very close to that. Like I've never lived with somebody who I felt so comfortable Mm -hmm. telling, you know, the deepest parts of my, of my psyche before, like my, my parents, I wouldn't say that I'm afraid to tell them things, but I have that problem where I overshare as a defense mechanism. Mm -hmm. Like that's like, people might say like, Oh, Keely's really open, but like, not really. Yeah. (laughs) Like I'm just, I'm just oversharing to, um, to to mask what's really happening underneath and I do that to my parents oh yeah I just I was just uh looking into um into like how analyzing your previous problems is actually a coping Mm -hmm. mechanism exactly exactly (laughs) it's like it's a coping mechanism because you feel in control of the mental illness yeah getting to a place in my life where I can feel comfortable mm-hmm. expressing myself really came with 
you know, moving out of a toxic environment, which I wish we could have seen for Alex. Yeah. We didn't get to see her do that. No, and I see her. Yeah. I think we didn't get to see her leave her toxic environment. Yeah. And I think, I think if we had seen that, you would have been able to relate a little bit. Like it would have just been easy, like, oh, obviously this. Exactly. Exactly. And yeah, like getting out of a toxic environment and then moving into a very healthy environment. Mm And and it's, it's destroying all about it. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. that's how it's I was in Alex. It. I'm in a healthy environment, and I try to find every way to destroy it. <laughs> this is how with the time I was such an Alex when I beat someone up. <laughs> I was such an Alex when I realized that I was gay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, like it really all comes with the right environment and the right company, mm-hmm. which is what we see with Alex, where. She changes up her, her friend group. She changes up mm-hmm. her living room. She, she tries to change up her living situation. Um, she tries to be the, the person that helps, like, the people in her life escape mm-hmm. her, their shitty situations. Mm-hmm. And I love that for her. I love that that's the, the growth yeah. that she goes on. Mm-hmm. Where it's like with Jay, where he starts out be, being, like, destructive. And Alex is destructive right there with yeah. him. But then she grows into somebody who helps people get to where they want to Mm be. Um, And yeah, and that's why I really like Alex. Like, she's such a character that, like, you don't expect to love. And like I said, she doesn't crack my top five. But, like, there are so many moments of hers and, Mm -hmm. like, and plots of hers that, like, resonate with me and that I'll hold near and dear to my heart. Mm -hmm. Because I'll always feel like I want to watch Alex grow. Yeah. And I think that's the beauty of her character yeah Yeah. but um i guess that's our episode that was a lot easier than i thought it would be yeah like i i I was dreading it a little bit me too i was like shit i don't know anything and now i'm like oh how yeah because it's I think it's because we don't have to, like, sometimes with these characters, we don't have to have the constraints of, yeah. you know, uh, cer- certain parts of the, yeah. of the format. Also, our like, first like, recording, like, our first part of this recording is just us bullshitting back and forth mm-hmm. and just catching each other up on what's going on in our lives. Bullshitting back and forth. That's that's what Alex Nunez deserves. It's true. <laughs> because that's what she would do if she was part of a podcast. Where can people find you on social media? Um, you can find me on TikTok, which because I've started actually posting on TikTok. Ooh, and I've seen your TikTok. Yeah. They're mostly of my cats, um, mm-hmm. which is fine because that's how you get popular. Um, that's true. And you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Golden Throat, where the C is the first O is actually a C because somebody already took Golden mm-hmm. Throat and was coming <laughs> for my brand. Um, <laughs> I'm on Twitter, but I don't really do much on Twitter. Except, yeah, same. I need to start a Twitter. Except I'm gonna start to start a advertising my accounting, uh, uh, my accounting business yes. there. So I love that mm-hmm. for you. Um, you can find me at OMG It's Key across platforms. That's usually Instagram and TikTok, and you can follow the podcast on Instagram at Cuckoo Bananas Podcast. Um, and you can email us at cuckoobananaspodcast at gmail.com. I don't think I have any special announcements this episode, but next episode, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Me and Daniel are going to be covering the one, the only, Spinner oh, Mason. God. And I am 
lit. I, uh, I am excited. Oh, dear. <laughs> That's going to be like a three-hour episode. We all know that I'm not a Spinner fan, so. Yeah, that's why That's why it's just going to be me and Daniel, like, and it's also, yeah, it's going to be really long, because be... he was on the show for yeah. so long. It's going to be, it's, you're going to have to break it up into two parts. I, I mean, maybe. That would actually yeah. be smart. Um, but yeah, so thank you guys for listening. Bye-bye. Bye.